Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm about to be, that's for damn sure. The beginning of a fresh two-liter bottle of Diet Mountain Dew going into the big cup. And then I'll wonder why I have to pee every hour. Good afternoon, everybody. Nice to have you with us on a sun-drenched Friday in the nation's capital and beyond. Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. I am the rooster. Good to have you with us. 301-230-0980. We are off. And running. Final show of the week. Big game for the Capitals tonight against the Flyers. We'll touch on that a little bit later on. But as normal, we open up with Commanders slash NFL with the Combine in the throws. And away we go. So the quarterback spoke this morning and said some interesting things. I I'm sure I've seen interviews with Caleb Williams before. Maybe I've never paid attention. Um, I was kind of, kind of impressed. I was, I didn't know what, I didn't know what to expect out of Caleb Williams uh, because I just don't watch a lot of Pac-12 football. Honestly, by the time late Saturday night comes, you know, and even Saturday evening. Yeah, I'm watching Big Ten. I'm what you know, and now they're in the Big Ten. But you get the point. I, like, there's only so much you can watch, right? So, I mean, I'm more of a highlight guy and a cut up guy and what have you than a I'm going to sit here at 10:30 until 1:45 in the morning type of watching USC play against. Utah State or Oregon State or whatever and watch him and then watch the post-game interview and so on and so forth and certainly not press conferences. I'm sure I've seen him before in interviews and, and whatnot. It's just nothing like jumped to mind. When I heard him speak this morning, I was like, oh, okay. Like, he sounded different than I was thinking he would. And that is not to say 
he had sounded bad before. Again, I didn't have much of a file. But what he said this morning, and there was plenty of other quarterbacks that spoke, what he said this morning was, I don't, I don't know if I would call it eye-opening, but it was pleasing to the ear. It was pleasing to the ear. And yet, all at the same time, I thought this morning's news before he actually spoke was interesting, maybe unimportant, eye-opening. And what that news was, and he was asked about it, hey, how come you're not doing the standard medical testing here in Indianapolis? And he answered it in a way that I thought was kind of impressive. I'm not in contention, basically, he said, for 32 NFL teams. You have the audio, Matt? Uh, why don't we hear it? Because uh, I did send it to Matt, and I just wanted to make sure uh, that we had it. Why don't we hear it first, and then I'll respond to it, because, again, it opened up my eyes a little bit. Yeah, so for the medical stuff, I'll be doing the medical stuff, just not here in Indy. I'll be doing it at the team interviews. Um, you know, not 32 teams can draft me. Uh, there's only one of me. Um, and so uh, the teams that I go to for my visit, um, you know, those teams will have the, the medical, and, and, and that'll be it. All right, so here's the deal. I think Caleb Williams is a little bit weird. I think his father is pulling a lot of strings. He's got no agent. I think they're the I think they are a form, a version of the entitled modern day athlete who knows they have you, the fans, media, and more importantly, teams, owners, and head coaches in their hands and the ability to squeeze the life out of you athletes have figured this out over the years and specifically over the last i don't know 10 to 12 years maybe the athlete entitlement era the athlete controls pretty much everything era is large and in charge so when i first read this morning i wasn't even out of bed yet When I first read this morning and I commented on Twitter, X, at WrestleMania621 from Jonathan Jones, who is who I saw it from and where I saw it from, that Caleb Williams was not going to participate in the medicals at the Combine in Indianapolis. I said, well, that's kind of weird. That's strange. I wasn't expecting that. I knew he wasn't going to throw. I knew he wasn't going to run the 40. I knew he wasn't going to do anything other than interview. But I tagged the tweet. Again, Jonathan Jones, CBS, NFL insider, says, you know, Caleb Williams isn't doing medical exams at the combine. It's a unique approach for the presumed top pick with unique leverage. And I tagged it, and I said, one more weird decision. Decision. Added to the pile of strange choices and rumors, etc., that the DC native has been involved with. And I don't take back that that tweet. I don't think I said anything wrong. 
You can do something that's weird or strange and not have it be a bad thing. You can do something weird and strange and against the grain and absolutely be a trendsetter. And that's what I think Caleb Williams just did today. More than anything, more than anything, he has now set the future, I believe, for the quarterbacks especially, but also the top, 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 top top-tier athletes. Marvin Harrison, who's not even there. We'll get to him in a sec. They have, he has set the future for guys that have teams, coaches, general managers, owners, executives, fan bases, media in their hands. He's got them all in his hands, and he's about to squeeze the life out of you. He's about to squeeze the life out of you because you're all desperate. You're all desperate for the power of Caleb Williams. And you will do whatever it takes to be on his good side. And to support him. And to believe in him. That he can change the fortunes of your franchise around. And be the next Patrick Mahomes. Not that Patrick Mahomes changed the Kansas City Chiefs' fortunes around because they were already a playoff team when he got there, right? That that first year of his rookie year where he didn't play until the final week of the regular season when they had locked up everything, that was with Alex Smith. They were a playoff contender, playoff team under Andy Reid. They just hadn't won a championship yet, and obviously now they've won three. So Mahomes has changed the franchise from a playoff perennial contender into a perennial champion. Okay, so if he's changed the team, I mean, he's obviously changed the team to some degree. But Caleb Williams just set the trend for the the future. Players already hated the medical process because they were evaluated by all these teams, sometimes all 32 teams. Maybe not all players, depending on who they were, what they were, where they were potentially going to get drafted, so on and so forth. But Caleb Williams just said, I'm going to do it my way. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to not only do this for me, but I'm doing this because when you are especially a quarterback and expected to be the number one overall pick, right, and at worst the number two pick, at worst, I, I I mean, I guess there's a chance he could drop to number three. I doubt it, but I guess. When you are that guy, when you are the straw that stirs the drink, you can tell people to go fly a kite, to go kick all the rocks. You can do whatever you want to do because we live in a society now and in a sports world that has absolutely become desperate to do whatever it takes to embrace the modern-day athlete. To make them feel comfortable. To make them feel happy. To not cause a stir. We don't live in a society that we used to live in where athletes basically were labeled as villainous 
for being a little bit different, for being a little bit rambunctious, for being a little bit individualistic. And I suppose we have seen many examples of this for at least 20 years, right? You go back to what Eli Manning and and the Dopey Manning family pulled in the 2004 draft, uh, which drove me berserk and insane at the time. And a lot of people in the NFL berserk and insane at the time. Why? Because they knew where this exactly was heading. That's really the genesis of this. John Elway, certainly before that, where he called the shots. But Eli Manning really opened Pandora's box for athlete empowerment, athlete entitlement. Right? And now you see Caleb Williams saying, I'm not going to allow the Green Bay Packers, who are just doing due diligence, but who have Jordan Love, a chance to crack at my knee or to poke at my ribs or to look at my ankle. And and I'm just using the Green Bay Packers as an example. Maybe a better example would be the Minnesota Vikings, right, who need a quarterback potentially. Maybe they re-sign Kirk. Maybe they don't. Maybe they draft a quarterback where they are, or maybe they move up, or the Atlanta Falcons. But that's the thing. He's saying that I'm going to submit to medical examinations for teams that I go and visit. So presumably the Chicago Bears, the Washington Commanders, presumably the New England Patriots, the Atlanta Falcons, maybe the New York Giants, the um, Minnesota Vikings, those teams might request, will request, Caleb Williams to come visit them for one of their 30 visits. Now, Caleb Williams doesn't have to go to all of those teams, and the way I see this whole situation with Caleb controlling a lot of the purse strings is he ain't going to Minnesota, who I think picks 11th or 12th or wherever they pick, unless they trade up. And that's the rub. That's the rub right here, is they might trade up sight unseen. He might say, well, why would I go to Minnesota or even Atlanta at eight? I'm not lasting that long. I'm only going to visit Chicago, Washington, and New England. Again, it'll be interesting to see how he picks and chooses the teams that might potentially move up. And therefore, does he submit to medical exams for that? And the overall point of all of this and why we open with this is this. I heard him explain... I saw the video. You just heard the audio. And I thought it was a reasonable explanation. But what was hidden in that is I'm calling the shots here, not you. I'm deciding who I submit my body to. And also, the tangible long-term effect will be this. When you get an athlete of his ilk, of his stroke, of his power, of his panache, they're going to do everything that they want to do, too. And that means possibly not hiring an agent. That means, of course, not working out at the combine and maybe not even at their own pro day. That means picking and choosing who he interviews with, who he visits on 30 for 30, not 30 for 30, 30 visits. 
where he goes, what he chooses to do, what he wants to do, what he believes is the right thing to do. So in this decision and the little clip that you just heard there that Maddie played for you, I think why it's significant, again, is Caleb Williams just set the trend moving forward. Now, that doesn't mean every quarterback, every high-powered athlete is going to do that. It just means now the trend is set. The table is set. And he's going to, by him being, I guess, at the forefront of this, he's going to allow others to do the same to get away from the clunky medical process and maybe, just maybe, have the NFL change their policy, their procedures, which they were already considering doing. But Caleb Williams just set the trend. And Caleb Williams just said, go kick all the rocks if you're the New York Giants who may or may not trade up. That's what he basically did. And maybe to other teams. Now other teams are going to have to hope that Caleb Williams will come visit them on a 30 visit and submit to medical examination, which is what he said he would do in that. But he didn't say he would visit every team. He made it pretty clear there's only one team that can draft him. Right? But the problem is, is we don't know what team that is because teams could trade up with Chicago, with Washington, what have you. So do you have an issue, any issue, with what Caleb Williams basically decided to do, which is to take the most critical element of the combine, the reason why the combine was started, for the universal medical check, and basically say, Screw you guys. I'm going home. Cartman style. I'm not doing your stupid medical checks. I'm doing it when I want to do it. How I want to do it. With who I want to do it with. Do you have an issue with how Caleb Williams handled this? Let's start there. I'll have more on this, including another high-profile athlete who's trying to pull the wool over everybody's eyes. And I'll have the details for you next on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Do you have an issue with what Caleb Williams is doing? And do you think Caleb Williams just destroyed the integrity, the meaning, if you will, of the combine? I think that might be a stretch. But he certainly caused a dent, and he's certainly going to cause change. Your reaction and more of me on this Friday in the nation's capital. 301-230-0980 straight ahead on the Team 980 and always live and free on the Odyssey app. Great, you guys. I'm going home. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Essentially, in a nutshell, the question is, does this decision by Caleb Williams to refuse to submit to standard medical testing at the Combine, which is what the Combine was built for and started, not for a TV event, not for the 40-yard dash, does Caleb Williams, and is Caleb Williams, clearly he's pulling a power play move, clearly he's using his leverage, but does this make him a primadonna? Is he a spoiled athlete, however you would define that? Or is he just an athlete in 2024 who has the ability to basically, again, tell teams to go kick all the rocks? I think you could look at it both ways. If this was the only thing, if this was the only thing, I'd be a little less concerned. But there is a lot of smoke. I don't know if there's any fire. But there's a lot of smoke surrounding Caleb Williams and how much his dad is controlling things and how much of a pain in the ass they're going to be if they don't get everything they want and every ounce of it in every way wherever they wind up. I think there should be legitimate concern about that. When you listen to him talk, When you watch the video, you don't see an entitled athlete, right? It's just a press conference, but you see a young man, well-spoken, who is pretty sure of him damn self, who's been in the spotlight for years, who knows he's got the power that we all dream of having. Does that make him entitled? Does that make him cocky? Does that make him... Mature? Immature? Selfish? What does that make him? Again, I think it is more than reasonable to have concerns. And you say, well, well, wait a second. Why would you have concerns? I mean, around here, we've been through this before. We've been through this before. Right? I mean, I'm telling you, for those that don't remember what it was like... Every other day, there was a quote or a story or something from Robert's dad or Robert's this or Robert's that or from sources close to Griffin that would basically tell you everything you needed to know about their perspective and how bad things were and where this was heading. 
Not every family is the same. Not every quarterback is the same. Not every athlete is the same. Not every situation is the same. It could be very, 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 very different in Chicago, in Washington, in New England, wherever. If somebody else trades up, Atlanta, Giants, whatever. It could be very, very, very different with Caleb Williams than it was for Robert Griffin. But we have seen this play out before. Robert wasn't a local kid, but Robert's family was ultra, ultra, ultra involved. And they pulled the wool over everyone's eyes, including myself at times. It it, it only was when you're embroiled in it and when you're covering it every day, do you step back and go, yeah, that smells fishy. That's not right. Wait, what? Like, huh? You're saying that about Mike and Kyle Shanahan? Really? You don't think they know what they're doing? So if if you want that, if you want to be a part of that, then you are going to love everything that Caleb Williams stands for. If you don't want that, then you're going to be annoyed, maybe even highly annoyed at some of the things that surround Caleb Williams. Some of the smoke. And again, I say smoke because smoke is different than fire, right? You can have smoke and not a fire. Now, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they're all interrelated. And obviously, when you have smoke, you can quickly then have a fire. (laughs) I mean, that's the way it works, right? So if you're okay with that, then you're going to be loving How Caleb Williams is basically telling people, just like my pal Cartman told people, screw you guys, I'm going home. And that that's what he's doing. I'm not coming to Indianapolis to get my knee banged on by 32 teams and every Tom Dick and Harry in the world. Screw you. I'm going home. I'll do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it, and where I want to do it. If you like that mentality, you're going to love Caleb Williams and how Caleb Williams' family is operating. Again, they have no agent, at least as of right now. I don't know if they're getting advice from somebody. I'm sure they are. But as of right now, they are acting extremely independent. And there's enough smoke. Forget about the fingernails. I mean, the the F Utah thing drove me crazy. I don't care that he paints his fingernails crying in mommy and daddy's lap at the end of a USC loss. Weird, unusual, but I'd rather the guy show emotion than not show emotion. Uh, The report that, you know, maybe like he wanted some sort of equity or whatever it was, even though he can't, that irked me. A, not knowing the rules. B, Thinking you were better than that? Speaking of rules, real quick, just because I want, I've been sitting here listening and I've been so confused about this. At the combine, is do you just get medically evaluated by one person or is it every single team actually goes and does their own investigation? Because that seems absolutely insane. It seems like the combine would have one medical evaluator that they would go through the entire evaluation and give the information to all the teams. So... No, So the answer to your question is no, that is not the way it works. You would think there would be an independent doctor 
that, again, examines these guys and, again, feeds the information out. That is not the case. In that and that's part of the clunky sense. process that Caleb Williams is trying to avoid. Yeah. And what other athletes were already con- – I don't know how, ma- how much they were strongly considering it, but the NFL has been considering modification or changes to the process. My understanding, without ever being at a combine, my understanding based on those that I've talked to and things that I've read is – Basically, if a team, you know, like like Caleb Williams gets paraded around into a room and 32 doctors can check him out. That's insane. NFL, get on that. Uh, so I don't know how to fix it. I'm not smart enough to, you know, be, because every, because every medical team. Know, who are the physical therapy doctors that you know and have them out for a weekend. And instead of having to pay all the teams to bring out all the doctors, the NFL brings out. Six doctors who are the best in their field and are capable of giving a proper evaluation of all the players. What if, I mean, we all know this, doctors see things different ways, right? Like one doctor might be concerned about something, one doctor might not be concerned about something. Your own personal doctor, whether it be a general, um, you know, uh, uh, what do they call it, a, a general... But I would argue that that's on the teams and all that. The important thing is that the doctor goes through, does the test, writes the report, says, hey, this is what I noticed. There is, for instance, a lack of flexibility in the right shoulder. If that's something that they notice, that's just a flat out thing that they notice. They write it in the report and that's up to the teams to then figure out and during the visits do their own independent tests. But So that's what they were, I think, trying to avoid when they started this was... Again, having, and this was maybe before all the visits started, where where teams would then like have to have to do, um, I guess, follow ups and rechecks based on information that they heard in the scouting process and what have you. What I think they're trying to avoid is when the player, the athlete comes to the team facility to meet with the team or when the team goes to their pro workout day that they don't have to do this again or this individual process again. What they're trying to do is again get a standardized area location time in which everybody can have at it and then the trainers basically meet up or the the doctors meet up about two weeks before the, the draft back in Indianapolis to go over and to do some retesting of certain athletes. So that's the process generally that I know it to be right right here and right now. And I can understand that because in that situation, if you're looking at from the draft process and all that kind of stuff, if you're looking at independent doctors, that is 100% a good reason to have everybody in one set location that you can have people look at. I guess my fight back on that is if you have – the same doctors t- test everybody, then there isn't the, well, what about this? It's no, we're using the same guy. So well, the same metrics but again, that we're using you, for you, you is do, the same we're you're using right. for if this. You're right. If you do that, though, if you do that, though, right, and they come back with, remember when Jonathan, uh, you know what? Um, all right. I was about to say, we got to get to We got to get to a, a timeout, but I'll, I'll just leave you with this. There was a lot of concern about Jonathan Allen coming out of Alabama, which caused his stock to slip from a top five pick, maybe even a top three pick to number 17 and winding up here in Washington. If they had a different process, 
Maybe Jonathan Allen wouldn't have slipped out of the top five or the top ten. Maybe if they had a better process, that again, that wouldn't have happened. But maybe if they have one doctor examining a shoulder or a neck or a back or a knee or an ankle or whatever, that one doctor might miss something. And that's what these teams are trying to avoid. So it is a complicated situation and I think a complicated solution to a complicated situation. And that's why Caleb Williams is basically saying, look, I'll submit to I'll submit to individual medical exams, but I'm only going to do it two or three times because that's the only teams that I'm going to visit. I'm controlling the show. Not you, not the NFL. I'm in control. And that's going to piss some people off, and it's going to also give some people the old clapperoo for Caleb Williams' independence and control of his own life. Let's do the trending alert, and then we will get right out to your phone calls because I see you all at 301-230-0980 on the Team 980. All right, the Wizards lose again in overtime late last night. In case you weren't up, a great performance by Jordan Poole off the bench. She's been so much better in that role, but the Wizards continue to lose despite fighting tough. Now 13 in a row, 0 for February, and guess what? They're back in Los Angeles on the same court, same building tonight against the Clippers, 1030 right here, Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, a huge one on tap for the Capitals as they come off of that bad loss in Detroit on Tuesday night. Two days to rest up for John Tortorella and the 31-22-7 Philadelphia Flyers. 7 o'clock faceoff, Capital One Arena. The Caps desperately need the two points. You can hear it on 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app. The New Orleans Saints spent big money on Marcus May, the former Jet safety a couple of years ago. And today they have come to the agreement that they are going to release Marcus May uh, after signing him again just two years ago to a three-year $28.5 million deal. And that's what's trending. All right, big one on tap for the Capitals tonight, as we just mentioned during the trending alert. We'll do more on the Caps and Flyers a little bit later on. 7 o'clock puck drop at Capital One Arena. Looking forward to going home, cranking up the fire, maybe getting a cocktail or two, and watching the Caps beat the Flyers. Hopefully. Big, big, big game. All right, we're talking about Caleb Williams. Two things. Marvin Harrison Jr. didn't even um, – didn't even – work out in any way, shape, or form, didn't meet with teams, was scheduled to meet with the media at apparently 8.15 this morning, and apparently pulled out of that, according to reporters on the scene, and an NFL spokesman saying he's not going to meet. He was scheduled to meet at 8.15, 8.20, whatever it was. Not going to meet. To which I'm sure fans don't care. But that's a big deal. Or, you know, that's important to note. Marvin Harrison, again, is like Caleb Williams, controlling all of his shots. And with that is going to come some questions and some speculation as to what these guys are about. 
And you're all going to call, well, not all of you, many of you are going to call up and say, shut up, you're making a big deal over nothing, uh, let them be, it's fine, they're entitled, ba 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 no big deal, nothing to see here. And you may be right, and you may be wrong. And we're just going to go around and around in circles because guys are making curious, weird, wild, wacky, not with the traditional structure-type decisions. Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr. Now, as far as the whole medical things, Michael Penix Jr., you know he's got a lot of questions about the medicals, right? Had all sorts of injuries at Indiana. Tore uh, his right ACL twice. Suffered injuries to each shoulder. Yesterday, he said, when he met the media today, that he went through all the testing with all 32 teams to answer Matt's question. Okay. And he said it went smoothly. Quote, they're good. I got it all out of the way on Thursday. He was asked if teams had requested any additional tests beyond the standard physical exam. He said, no, nothing extra. I just did all of the things they wanted to see. So, Matt, to your question, Michael Penix, again, all 32 teams is what he's saying. Took a look at him, you know, physical, whatever they, whatever the process is, yesterday before the quarterbacks work out today. So that's the deal. All right, out to the phones we go, 301-230-0980. Your reaction specifically to Caleb Williams, but again, Caleb Williams is not a lone wolf in this. Marvin Harrison is doing things his way. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., I should say. Uh, is doing things his way and even, to some degree, more controlling than Caleb Williams. So if we're going to criticize Caleb Williams, we also have to point a finger at Marvin Harrison. Or you're of the thought that both can do whatever they want because they're the most important pieces of the puzzle. They are the franchise and the game changers, even though Harrison Jr., is a wide receiver, and obviously Caleb is a quarterback, and we know that comes with differences. Let's get to Greg in Gaithersburg in the leadoff spot here on a Friday afternoon in the nation's capital. What's up, Greg? How are you? Good, Rooster. I love your show, bud. Thanks, pal. Appreciate you as always. I would definitely stay away from either one of those guys. Anybody that has that kind of attitude, it's a prima donna thing. We've been through it. I mean, you've said it all. You know, it's just a replay of the same old movie. And it gives them control, and it shouldn't be that way. I mean, if they don't want to take the medical fine, if they don't want to show up at the combine fine, but don't start making demands. I wouldn't. I would. I would just. It's all red flags to me. Well, let, let, let me ask and, you this, Greg. What demand? What demand is, is is he making by doing this? Is he demanding that? Um, is he demanding that that a team draft him without a medical evaluation? He's not necessarily demanding that. You can make that inference that he might control so much of this that a team that's interested in trading up might not be able to get him in for a private visit and then therefore not do the medicals. That is totally correct. But I don't know if if he's demanding anything, if that makes sense. Well, here here's the thing. And in, in, in last year, he was the one who came out and said that he'll only play for a team that he can be a part owner, as you put it, right. have equity in. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you mentioned the Eli Manning thing. That irritated the hell out of me because, you know, if I'm if, if I'm not mistaken, didn't his father get involved, Archie get involved oh, yeah. too, and say he wouldn't play for San Diego? Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Or he wouldn't play at all. Yeah. 
Uh, I, mean, I, I know that story pretty. Right. I, I know that story pretty well because I know AJ Smith pretty darn well, and AJ has told me that story from his perspective a whole lot. And I've talked to others around the league. I mean, the Manning family, hey. and I, you know, like I wanted nothing to do with them back then because I thought they were just controlling everything. And you know what? It was clunky the way they did it. It was a power play the way they did it. I didn't like it. I didn't appreciate it. I thought the Giants were crazy, but it turned out that it worked out okay for the Giants. And Eli well, wasn't did, a jerk. No, but here, here's the thing. All these guys, it doesn't matter what position or, or, or how great they are in college, when you go to the pro level, you're still an unproven commodity because the game True. is different. True. It's faster, it's stronger, and, you know, we've had number one picks that we got that didn't last a year. So, or, you know, so to me, it's like they they don't have the grounds to to, to say what they're going to do or not going to do, and it would be a major red flag for me if I was in a position to draft any of them. Fair. Strong call. Appreciate you as always, Greg. Nice to hear from you in the leadoff spot. Let's get to, uh, let's go to Chris in Annapolis uh, on line two, and then we'll take a quick timeout. What's up, Chris? How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, Greg's wrong. Greg is wrong, man. <laughs> Caleb Williams is just being smart. I mean, what benefit does he have to give the Kansas City Chiefs or Baltimore Ravens his medicals? What benefit? Who's to say somebody doesn't leak that there's a small tear in his shoulder or something? This guy could lose millions of dollars. Like, he is number one, two, or three in the draft unless – Somebody submarines him. Michael Penix is a totally different story. That Chris, this is an interesting perspective that uh, this is an interesting perspective that you're bringing up. I like this, and 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 and, and let, I'll let you finish up. I, I didn't think about the perspective you're trying to bring when I mentioned Green Bay, but to use that as an example and to combine what you said and what I said, what if the Green Bay Packers? Again, trying to keep Caleb Williams out of Chicago with the number one pick in their division because they fear that Caleb Williams is going to be Patrick Mahomes Jr. does exactly that. Now, I mean, they would have to obviously – teams would have to then like do medical rechecks and, and, and figure out a way to find out and ascertain if that's true. But that puts the, the, the athlete, the player, in question. That puts the athlete, the player, in some sort – of, I guess, um, you know, doubts or, or whatever. So I think this is a good point that you're bringing up. There's only risk for Caleb Williams to give medicals to anybody that doesn't need it. If, if I'm Washington or Chicago or anybody else, all I care about with Caleb Williams when I get in the room is does he understand the difference between the NFL and college mm-hmm. and that he has to be a different quarterback to succeed in the NFL? That's it. If he accepts that, and understands it and accepts that challenge, he's elite, you get him. It's very simple. Nothing else matters. The ownership, everything else, is he going to be the guy who understands what it takes? And if he is, he's number one or number two at worst. It's a very legitimate point. Good call. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. More of your calls coming up. Alan Hyatt, Phil Pauly, Robert in Annapolis. We'll get to you. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Team 980. And we're always live and free on the Odyssey app.
right, 301-230-0980 on this Friday afternoon on the Team 980. Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. Matt, I just had a uh, little taste for the first time of the uh, lunch that I brought in. Uh, it's uh, no longer hot because I stopped cooking it at about 11, 15, 11, 20. And some dum-dum left it uncovered on the other table over there. So I'm going to have to go during the top of the hour, warm it up in the old microwave. You had some. Was it okay? Oh, yeah. It's, you did a good job. It was all right? Yeah. All right, good. Okay. Did you use all beef sausage? No, I did not. It was chorizo, which is like a Spanish sausage, along with a Cajun smoked sausage. Okay. And then linguine. And it was... um. The brand is Rao's or Rouse, oh, yeah. R-A-O-S. I'm familiar. Um, and it was a, basically they, the label described it as like a chili tomato sauce. So it was like a chunkier kind of um, tomato sauce. I, I I don't know how, why they called it that, but it looked good. It tasted good. It's got a little bit of spice to it's it. It's got a little bit of a kick to it. The chorizo is very flavorful and has a spice to it. So we're eating okay. Not maybe good in the neighborhood. We're eating okay in the neighborhood uh, on a Friday afternoon. All right, back to the phones we go. Caleb Williams, obviously, again, I, I think this is going to change, not for everybody, but this is going to force the NFL, to change how they do the medical testing process within the combine. And also, it has now opened the door and paved the way for athletes of extreme power and leverage to do whatever they want, to not even do this. Many of them had already said, not working out over the years. I'm just meeting. Now he's saying, yeah, I did the interviews. He met with Washington and others. But I'm not doing the medicals and I'm not working out. That's a new one. 301-230-0980. Let's get to, uh, let's see here, uh, Al in Hyattsville uh, before the top of the hour. What's, what's up, Al? How are you? Hey, I'm doing okay, Chris. How are you? Doing good, Al. Thanks for the buzz. Hey, thanks. Um, I have to agree with the last caller. It's insane to think that somebody wants to go through 32 doctors right. to have 32 exams in order to get to where he's trying to go. Nobody on here listening right now wants to go and have 32 prostate exams. <laughs> no, you're right about that, man. Holy moly. I mean, nobody, yeah, no, nobody wants to have, nobody on here wants to have 32 colonoscopies. Yeah. So instead, instead, let's do it like this. Either we come to a consensus doctor to actually do it for everybody, or we get the top professionals in each area and have them do a conveyor belt style. And I think me and Maddie Ice talked about this right. to do the thing. That is the most insane thing because 32 teams get to run me to 32 different versions of what they feel is a good examination. All right, so let me are just count. Let me just counter because you and Matt, like you said, are on the same page on this, and I understand where you guys are coming from. But I guess if you have one standardized, non-affiliated, independent doctor, right? Again, he may evaluate a player with a shoulder issue differently. Like say. Say there is a past shoulder history like there is with Michael Penix. He may evaluate the shoulder differently than how 
Dr. Casalero, who is the main physician, or Dr. Annunziata would for the Washington commanders, right? So then you have to yeah. take the information that the non-affiliated, not or independent, basically like they do the concussion protocol testing, you would have to take that information, and then the teams would have to decide whether that's something real, legitimate, not, and whether or not their own doctors then have to get say that quarterback in or that athlete in and it, again it's far beyond quarterbacks so is the, is that is that the a better process than again allowing any and all at one time a fair crack at the evaluation you know i think I, that is a that, i definitely think that's a fair process but here's my thing i think that once the evaluation comes through or better yet if there's something specific that you want to check that it should be submitted to that doctor. And that doctor, when he runs the test, he'll say, okay, uh, Team X is concerned about this or Team Y is concerned about that. And it's still in that one setting. You, you're still getting what you want at that. Now, I, I would, you know, posit that, you know, every team's going to want something different. And I think the last caller, I mean, the last caller, the call before was talking about giving info to teams to tank, you know, Info, you know, tank a person's draft stock is a legitimate thing. But my whole thing is that it should be a conveyor belt style with the best in the business in that particular field doing it. Therefore, there is no such thing as, oh, wow, I have a, a question about. No, he's the best at what he does. I, I, I understand. Like I, I understand where you're coming from, Alan. It's certainly on the surface level. Makes sense. Certainly on the surface. I, I do think there could be still some issues, uh, no, despite what you're saying, but I, I would probably say that's got to be a better process than what we currently have right now. Good call. Appreciate you. Top of the hour right here, 301-230-0980. We'll get to uh, all of your calls on the other side, including Paulie, Ryan, and Robert. We will get to you right away at the start of the 2 o'clock hour, and then we'll probably break away from this and get into some other things that I have on the docket. 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.